Welcome to the MUFG Global Markets Podcast with Esan Koman, Head of Commodities, ESG and Emerging Markets Research EMEA. It's Friday, 16th of June, 2023. And in this week's podcast, Esan looks at global carbon markets. Following podcast is intended for professional investors and eligible counterparties only, and not for retail clients. Any content should not be regarded as an offer to conduct investment business or an investment recommendation, but for information purposes only. Esan, you've been discussing with me the latest ESG report that you have co-authored surrounding the theme of global carbon markets and their importance in the journey to net zero. Can you offer our listeners the key takeaways? Thanks, Una. So yes, global carbon markets are fast becoming one of the most effective instruments in the journey to net zero. ESG-centric investors are rapidly buying into the narrative of just how critical they are. And trading on these markets has risen significantly by nearly 400% since 2018, hovering close to the $1 trillion mark. Yet many countries are reluctant to use this policy lever as introducing or scaling up carbon pricing faces multiple decisions when selecting among and within policy tools. Now, the ease of implementation, price levels, competitiveness concerns, alignment with other mitigation mechanisms and coordination across countries are all considerations that ultimately will be based on idiosyncratic country circumstances and objectives. Now, despite carbon markets increased attention, the energy trilemma of affordability, security, and sustainability will remain for us the defining theme for the rest of this year and into 2024 as governments recalibrate their carbon markets against the backdrop of the war in Ukraine, elevated energy prices, rampant inflation and high for longer interest rates. Looking ahead, we believe global carbon markets are proliferating. The urgency of balancing the energy trilemma underscores for us the imperative for an accelerated net zero transition and carbon pricing is widely accepted as a critical incentive for decarbonization. Yet, carbon markets for now are too cheap to make a significant difference today. Not only are swathes of the economy excluded, with existing compliance markets covering less than 20% of global emissions, but consumers are often shielded from higher carbon prices. Yes, mass adoption for carbon markets are still a long way off, the fastest and most practical way to keep alive the goal of restricting global warming to below 2 degrees Celsius for us is scaling up these global carbon markets. Thanks, Esan. So what are the themes for this year and next in the carbon market space? So, you know, we would highlight five key themes for us that are in the materials that we've published. The first, on policy. The momentum on leveraging market mechanisms to put a price on carbon is set to grow this year and in 2024. Market tightening reforms such as the EU Fit for 2055 package will boost carbon prices. Meanwhile, while some compliance carbon markets are undertaking sweeping reforms, there is still much to do for them to advance to scale. Now, the major policy challenge remains the energy trilemma in a world of elevated commodity prices and diverging priorities. Second theme on the power sector, where we see higher emissions in the EU and US expecting to provide price support for their carbon markets in 2023, as well as for 2024. Gas supply risks in the EU are pushing up emissions from the bloc's power sector. 
as more coal is burned, while low nuclear and hydro output in the US is promoting gas-fired generation. Meanwhile, a lack of firm capacity in both regions could see power sector emissions elevated for longer than anticipated, bolstering carbon allowance demand. A third theme, Una, is on the industrial sector. Now, the energy trilemma and recession risks have taken a toll on EU industrials, lowering the demand for carbon allowances. Meanwhile, US industrials appear to be resilient, and we see carbon pricing starting to impact industries, having reached the break-even price for some clean technologies, and this could enable industrial emissions abatement and lead to reduced allowance demand, although it could also spur companies that are not able to produce their emissions today to hedge against rising carbon prices, increasing allowance demand. Fourth theme is on financials, wherein we see financial intermediaries providing support for carbon prices for the rest of this year and 2024. Indeed, carbon markets offer investors access to a tool that tracks the energy transition with a diversified approach, and they are also attracting investors looking to shield their returns from higher interest rates and inflation. Final theme, Una, is on offsets. Now, the appetite for carbon offsets did ease in 2022 amid concerns over quality, yet the outlook for us is clear. The use of carbon offsets is set to explode over the coming decades as companies and governments aim for net zero by 2050. And meeting this demand is conditional on building trust in offsets and a rapid evolution of how the market operates from the current system of over-the-counter transactions between projects and buyers to infrastructure that supports instantaneous and high-volume trade of credits. And this, of course, necessitates carbon offsets to start acting like commodity markets, which is a step if it is to support future demand and meets its valuation from $2 billion today to over $1 trillion by 2050. Well, thanks very much for sharing your insight, Essan. Have a wonderful week and we'll catch you again next week. Thanks, Una. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this MUFG Global Markets podcast. Rate, review and subscribe and contact your MUFG sales rep for more information. Come back next week for more insights from the Global Markets Research Team.